Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value, and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that, and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Transformation Podcast, Episode 4, When You're Weary in the Workplace. I'm your host, Cassidy, founder of K Green & Company, Project and Change Management Solutions. Hopefully, you listened to our launch episode, Episode 1. If not, go back and listen so you can get the full context for the focus of the Transformation Podcast. For those listening to this podcast for the first time, I mentioned in the first episode that the Transformation Podcast is a coaching, training, and development platform of the K Green & Company Transformation Academy. Our academy is a global program focused on personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual development. Because K. Green & Company's Transformation Academy is focused on holistic development, the whole person, for success in life and in business, the Transformation Podcast releases coaching, training, and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. So if you've been listening to our podcast in chronological order, you know that we're in the middle of our high value series in which I'm coaching you on adding maximum value in all areas of life. And while we're going to continue that series, I felt the tug on my spirit to pause and talk about an important topic that so many of us face in our daily work and in our daily walk. And that is when you are weary in the workplace. So in this episode, I'm going to focus on the very real personal, professional, and spiritual aspect of being weary and what you can do about it. So let's get right into it in today's episode. So for those of you familiar with my work as a project and change management authority and leader, I've led hundreds of people upon hundreds of changes. And in a nutshell, that's really a summative statement for what I do professionally. But what it really means is that I develop relationships with most and at a minimum a rapport with all of the people that I lead or have led. And those relationships transcend well beyond individual project or changes that we've led. So with the kind of relationship building that I cultivate, that often comes with trust, trust that people place in me as a colleague, as a leader, as a friend in the workplace. So when I talked in episode two, the first episode of the high value series called being a high value human, and I encourage y'all to always be thoughtful about what a person is carrying on any given day. I absolutely meant that from a personal experience, because I'm the kind of trusted coach, leader, colleague, friend mentor and so much more that often means people pull on me daily and confide in me daily to be honest about the crosses that they bear. So whether I've led someone on a past project in a previous organization or am working with them currently, our natural interaction always includes my encouragement and strengthening them and celebrating them as human first, as people first, then as a person going out of their way to try to meet the demands of their life, their organization. And sometimes the folks I lead are the owners or leaders or highest leaders of their organization. So that comes with a whole other level of weary. Now, people come to me not only to pour out their challenges, frustrations and worries, but their concerns often have a narrative that has a recurring theme of weariness, exhaustion and fatigue. And I want to caution you, especially those who supervise people and equally to you who are colleagues, which should be everybody that's listening to this episode. You ought to take heed to the fact that your own weariness, 
exhaustion or fatigue, whether you're living that right now or having a past is just as real for other people as it is or was for you. This is why I coach you to be kind, be gracious, be patient, be gentle and be of good cheer. Wear that smile that I talked about and use your smile first when passing other people, regardless of whether or not you like the people you spend your time and your profession with. They are all we are all human first and we deserve a kind spirit. So be what you deserve and desire from others. So why am I pausing to talk about this? A few reasons. Before I launched K Green and Company and since that time, literally people have called me to speak on their professional development days, speak to their teams and organizations that I've worked for and in others. Executives have asked me to cultivate specific relationships so that they could help move succession plans forward. They could help professional and leadership growth and develop individuals. And in those efforts, I keep learning just how weary people are. And in some cases, how unhappy they are with their work environments. And in other cases, how unhappy happy they are with the very leadership that's trying to support their career advancement. In other cases, I have many individuals in my professional life that are leading weary lives in the workplace, sometimes due to situations outside of the workplace, but mostly due to situations in the workplace or at least a combination of the two. Another reason I'm pausing to coach you on this topic is because recently I've been asked to develop a custom coaching and training opportunity for a team that is super talented yet has a very toxic work environment. As I listen to the description of the environment, which is so familiar, unfortunately. It's very easy for me to conclude that weariness is rampant. And fortunately, I have the gift of in-depth experience with toxic environments, the lack of awareness that often exists among leaders and teams. And I'm willing to meet this particular organization's need to develop a solution that moves past that surface level inspiration and motivation and gets at the individual root of issues, challenges, employee interests and desires. So ultimately, this organization can yield the outcomes of growth, planning and strategy development that focuses on holistic transformation. So we'll see where that assignment lands. But my point is, weariness is real. It's likely on you or someone you know right now. Whole teams and organizations are weary. And unfortunately, our loved ones and our colleagues are not getting the best versions of us because of weariness and our lack of strategy and intentionality to address it and then overcome it. To my executives and high-level leaders who often operate as if they are exempt from weariness, I want you to know that your leadership, your colleagues, your subordinates, we see it on you, especially for those in roles such as the one that I've held in the past and as the founder and coach of my own organization. Executives operate in very heavy weariness. And they think they have to be on and be well all the time. And this false perspective, it really often makes their executive stature very lonely, unfulfilling, and it's a stressful place to be in. Yet those of you looking from the outside into their situation, you assume or conclude that it's full of joy and satisfaction. But this simply isn't the case. In fact, less often than we would like to think. But again, I know because this is the group of the organization that I spend the most of my time with and they're unable to hide it from me, even if others can't see. And several actually often admit confidentially and privately to me that they are weary and they want relief. 
So now I'm talking to everybody who's either weary or you have been weary, no matter where you sit in the organization or if you own your own organization. So recently, I've been uplifting colleagues from my previous organizations, receiving outreach for engagement with K Green and Company, and in the midst of coaching individuals who aspire to new heights in their careers, and currently a particular business owner who, as we embark on the next chapter of that person's organization, that person is trying to move the organization to the next level with a weary spirit. Some of my friends are literally experiencing or coming out or moving into very contentious situations in the workplace that literally demand a person to show up as their best self professionally every day while being deliberately placed in hostile situations. So let me pause here. Woe to you if you are someone who is creating or perpetuating a hostile work situation. We're going to deal with this particular this particular topic in an episode very soon, um, because as I keep saying, my career has afforded me the opportunity over and over again to see and influence the excellent, good, bad, ugly and the very dark aspects of people and organizations. And while I have a lot of experience with others who are and have been weary, I, too, know exactly what it's like to operate in a weary state while being a superstar and having to lead leaders through change in spite of being weary. And I'm going to talk about me later in this episode. So what are the symptoms of a weary spirit? First of all, not everyone identifies with or even is aware that they are weary. But here's some some of the ways in which it manifests in our language, our conversation and what we focus on. So here's what it looks like and sounds like. You are talking about a circumstance, people or both before you get to work, while you're at work, after work and your mind is restless. You start spending more time with your door closed at work. You are super reactive to people around you, even when people come to check on you. You find a way to draw them into negative, toxic talk. And while they attempt to encourage you, you very clearly show your face in your body language and with your quick rebuttals of encouragement. Yeah, I tried all that. This place is special. These people are crazy. You might even shed a few tears, real and warranted tears. Yet you keep coming back to a place of claiming this. I'm stuck in this situation. Nobody, not even God cares to resolve it for me kind of attitude. And one of my dearest colleagues who I care for deeply is in this place and has been for a long time. And after recently seeing this person, I finally had to say, look, we have had the same narrative and we need a new one immediately. We are not claiming this same song, not because it's a new year, but it's time up for that woe is me mentality. It's time to claim your victory. Ask our father in heaven what he wants you to know about you, what he wants you to know about him in this season, because clearly he ain't answering the prayer. Lord, change my situation so it's time to get a new prayer and reclaim your joy why it while he has you planted where you are of course it's hard to clap back with that same old rebuttal but I also further built my colleague up as again I said care for dearly I said I'm gonna pick you up for lunch in a couple of weeks and I want to hear your new song and we both agreed there indeed will be a new song For me, because I dare not just give examples of other people's weary truth I was totally blind as many of us are to my own weariness So as I explained some of the symptoms of weariness, I did much of what I just talked about in a season of my career. I talked about the workplace before, during and after work, even on the weekends with my family who was so kind to listen. They were so patient, but should have loved on me and said, "Okay, this is unhealthy. Like you're talking about this too much. They didn't tell me until my season was over, but at least they told me. 
So at this time, my whole life revolved around a very successful, very prosperous time of my career in which I was heavily involved in several projects. I was at the highest levels of the organization, including the chief leader and chief executives either engaged me on a daily basis, whether that was through direct conversation, meetings, content about the projects or a combination of the two. And I was so immersed in my work. I was so in control of all of it in terms of my time, my output, making sure everyone knew what they were to know, what they were to do, what they were to say, who was supposed to say it, when was supposed to say it and how it should be said. Because in this season, I was leading a multimillion dollar initiative among several other high priority efforts. And at that time, it was of the essence to make sure all of that happened with a domino effect and we kept everything afloat. And if you know what I know about the excellence of project and change management, you a project and change management leader, rather, you are the point guard, you're the coach on the floor, you see the game differently, the game of change differently from anyone else, you have access to the team, and many stakeholders like no one else, you make decisions in game situations, yet you also study the outcomes of each game, i.e. each day, each meeting, each issue, each potential issue, all the resolutions needed, the milestones, and you coach even your leaders, your teammates, and others on the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and th- and the threats. And you often draw up the plan and take responsibility for overall execution and success of the plan. So that's a whole, whole lot, right? And while I soar in this capacity, as I mentioned, I dominate this project and change management p- space. It is what I was born to do, but Not to be boastful about that, but it doesn't mean that as gifted as I am that I operated in wisdom. So the symptoms of my weariness was me being totally consumed by my work, the environment, the circumstances and the demands of the work that I lost balance of my life. While I was while I have been a believer since my childhood, I definitely did not have God as my first priority. I was not spending time with him outside of my prayers of Thanksgiving. And when I lifted other people up with his word, I wasn't mentally engaged with my family after working on the weekends unless I was talking about work. Even a newly coveted relationship with a friend I gained as a result of this very work that I spent all of my conversation with before, during and after work and on the weekends talking about work. Now, granted, we were going through this historical kind of transformational moment together, but it was too much. It was too consuming even for both of us. Now, I want to pause and draw the distinction between these two very different examples that I'm referencing, because when I spoke about my dear colleague earlier, who was in a very low, sad place and was therefore weary, my experience was completely different. I was on a career high. I was the highest paid colleague in my division, even though I did not have the highest title on the org chart. I was highly regarded, highly respected, highly sought after at the organizational level. And while I did a lot of good for people in that season over the years of my career, in this particular season, I was weary because it was all consuming and my life was out of order. So being weary doesn't always mean you're sad. In fact, you could be quite happy. In my personal life, my weary meant that I needed silence once I finally disconnected from the day. I binge watched a lot of Netflix shows alone when I should have spent time with my family winding down from the day with them. I spent a lot of weekends in the office doing work that I could not do during the week because I was literally in meetings Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5, sometimes later. I gained weight and I just wasn't living in the moment. But in both examples, you can see while they're very different extremes of weariness, both are unhealthy for us as individuals, for our families and our organizations and other areas of our lives. In both scenarios, 
It's not sustainable to live the woe is me space, nor is it to be superhuman. So your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit will eventually make you stop and position you to make some serious decisions about your life. And my recommendation is before you are forced to this place to stop, I encourage you right now to take inventory, proactively stop, take inventory of your life, check on your order and balance and whatever you conclude, make improvements to attain and maintain both. Now, order and balance are often the two most important aspects of living a healthy life, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. And I encourage you to seek these two things above your careers and above your hobbies and your passions. And may they convict you and lead you to a place uh yourself to place yourself and your family above anything else for me and my household that means placing and keeping God first in my life my husband my children my family and then everything else in my life comes next including K Green and Company now while I did not make this shift in regard to order until very recently so it's been quite a time since that season that I described I can tell you that being on the other side of weariness in the workplace is a priceless gift. And don't mishear me. That does not mean that you need to make a change in your employment situation. In fact, for most of us, it's a state of emergency that we make the shift before and regardless of plans to change your employment situation. And I can tell you that after that season I described, even before I committed to the proper order of my life, I committed to balance first. And I make the distinction between order and balance because for me, they are different, particularly because my faith calls for order, the world calls for balance, and both are important. But before I committed to order, I didn't realize how much recovery I would need from that season from which I gave and poured on empty for so, so long. And let me say this. If you let yourself get and stay weary, even on the highs of life, career and success for however long you are weary. I didn't know this, but almost equal time is needed to rest, recover and heal from such weariness. So I had a colleague recently who I saw go through much of what I explained from my series of weariness. Again, her story, very similar, super bright, talented, riding the career success and a career high. And this person got a new opportunity that meant um, she would leave the organization in favor of beginning a new chapter with a new organization. And my first and heaviest piece of unsolicited advice was be prepared for your recovery from this season. Like your recovery is a thing and it's going to take time. So don't be misled that because your environment and your role change, your new exciting opportunity, you're going to be running on adrenaline for a while. But I wish someone had told me to expect to be hit with mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional moments of sorrow and joy, rest, reflection, and solitude that you may not necessarily seek but these things are coming for you and when they do you need to embrace them and get yourself well so that's all for today's episode when you're weary in the workplace as I mentioned be mindful of how real and relevant weariness is know that it can mean a place of deep sadness and frustration and it can equally mean extreme success and fulfillment of life career and goals you can be super out of balance and out of order in either case one of the things to look for is how much are you being consumed by the highs and lows of life career success and other things and ask yourself is it time to stop assess order and balance and become intentional about establishing or reestablishing order and balance in your life I told a colleague the other day after that person expressed chronic fatigue from life and work, that no one will make you go home and take a time out. No one will say, take care of yourself because your exhaustion is all consuming and you're barely making it mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Instead, if you let yourself break, they, meaning the organization, in your absence, 
will readjust your workload, reschedule all the meetings, reassign your work and keep the organization moving. And it's not because they don't care about you as an individual, but it's their job to make sure work keeps going, just like it is your job to take care of you. So to all of our listeners, same advice to you and your colleagues and loved ones. And I will, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to come back and address those who are creating and perpetuating toxic, messy, hostile work environments. And I'll spend time explaining what that looks like, what it feels like, my caution to you, encouraging you to stop doing it if you are one of those people who are creating that situation because you do reap what you sow, even if it's in a different part of your life and not in your workplace. And for those subject to these people and these environments they create, I'm going to share some strategies with you on how to be your best self and thrive in spite of such environments. So keep a lookout for that episode. Won't be long before I drop it. And because the Transformation Podcast Development Programming always wants you to have a spiritual perspective for total transformation, I encourage you to consider the following scripture as a reminder about your strength, even when... You're weary. So I like this scripture because it's super simple yet powerful for me. And that's Proverbs 30 and one, the new international version NIV is super simple by five words. I am weary God, but I can prevail. So when you need to encourage and strengthen yourself, remember this scripture. And of course, you can Google it. It'll pop right up. Use whatever version of the Bible you want. Um, but these and there are many other scriptures that can speak to your weary. But this is one of my favorite. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. As a reminder, the Transformation Podcast is focused on holistic development in the areas of personal, professional, leadership, organizational and spiritual growth and our coaching and training program should you choose to apply it is guaranteed to upgrade your life to learn more about k green and company you can visit our website at www.kgreenpcms.com and i will add it to the show notes next up uh, will be episode five, six, and seven, for which we will continue our high value series, of course, but I'm going to go on and get into the hurt in the workplace and the toxic work environment. So keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life, in your career, and in your business, subscribe, subscribe to the Transformation Podcast and get your upgrade every week. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Thank y'all.